Hey guys, I'm Bailey, and welcome back to Bailey's TV's Rants, where I rant about all my favorite TV shows. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I will be going over Legends of Tomorrow, Season 6, Episode 12, titled Board on Board on Board fun episode this is a great interesting episode especially after uh the last episode that was very fun we had the bowling episode one of my favorites this season um so uh this was an interesting one to get after um to get after that um going through it was sort of uh interesting i wasn't sure how i felt um, but, uh, but the ending of it, I think is really what, okay, this is why obviously this episode is important. It's all kind of obviously building up to this ending or last week, though I super enjoyed fun episode. Great. Um, nothing, uh, too important happened, I believe. Unless, no, because last week's, no, because the bowl, oh gosh, I have to go back now into all my notes. Um, yeah, so blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so last week was kind of a filler sort of deal, so, um, this one almost felt like it until the ending, of course. So anyway, let's get into it. So we start off um, with the legends. They are coming back from their bowling trip. So we're starting right after um, the la last episode. Um, and then Zori 1.0, Zori 2.0, switch places. So now Zori 2.0 is back. I enjoy both of them very much, I will say, though. And then it uh, turns out that... Gideon uh, cannot time jump at the moment, so they are going to have to do the normal way of flying through space to get back to Earth, and that is going to take three weeks and a little, and a few days, so fun. Um, so everybody's like, great, so they go off, do their own things, and Gary tries to get Sarah and Ava to play a board game to pass the time. Thanks, Gary, for the suggestion, but Sarah and Ava are going to go uh, plan their wedding, which is amazing. Um, and then Ava and Sarah are actually planning in the library. It's super cute. They're sitting in front of the couch and all this stuff spread out. Ava's like flipping through her binder and she's, Ava's thought literally everything through. No final decisions, but she has so many ideas that she's like, we have options. Do not worry. Um... But and then um, Ava starts going through the guest list and she's categorized this guest list uh, based off of who they like want to come. They're like green list, yellow is like maybes. And there's like a red list that's an absolute no. And uh, Barry Allen, the Flash, is on one of those. And Sarah's like, uh, I love Barry though. Why is he not being invited? <laughs> it's like, well, um, every wedding that they seem to be at kind of gets messed up. So. Maybe let's not do that. And 
Sarah's like, yeah, mm, I guess. So, um, and then as they're doing stuff, they have a countdown clock actually on the, um, the screen in the library. And it, and in, instead of counting down, it adds time. And they're like, what is this? Gideon, what is happening? And Gideon has recalculated uh, the time it'll take based off of power consumption. So um, as the team uses more power on the ship, the longer it's going to take for them because they're trying to reserve power. And then um, we cut to Pejrod and Nate. They're playing video games. Sarah comes in, turns off the TV and saves power. And Spooner is a-okay with this because she can just read her book. So <laughs> we cut to Ava, who is stopping Astra from using the fabricator to make food. Um, and Astra's like, okay, well, how are we going to eat? <laughs> it was like, oh, look, there's a fridge right here with food in it. Oh, my gosh. And she, like, hands her a steak or whatever, and she's like, cook it, like, the old-fashioned way. Um, and then Constantine is with Zari. Zari's in the bathroom trying something on. Constantine's waiting inside. And uh, he uses magic to make Zari's robe fit. And then his hand sort of, like, curls, like, like by using the magic, it, like, is messing with his body now. And so he drinks another one of those potions to fix it. Um... Bayrod catches Constantine in the hallway, and you can kind of tell now that Bayrod is getting a bit suspicious of Constantine and how he's acting. And so now that everybody is not allowed to use so much power, um, they're trying to do other things. So Bayrod is leading yoga with Zari and Nate. Constantine um, is joining in, um, and then he uses magic to set the moods, like does the spell and then a bunch of candles like come around, lights dim, blah, 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 blah. Um, and he also like is trying to get naked to like get comfortable and Behrad's like, uh, no, let's maybe not do that. Um, and so they kind of start arguing. Behrad's mad that John is messing with stuff. And so he, Constantine leaves. And Zari is not happy about this. And then, um, Sarah is kind of still questioning people that are on the guest list with Ava. And then Ava Lance, as they're walking down the hall, they meet Zari and Constantine and um, kind of fighting. And Sarah's like, we need to do something to bring the team back together. Let's play a board game. So they go into the parlor Gary is the narrator of this game, and and then he passes on the cards. Each person gets a card with a, like, character on them, but all the characters, like, sort of represent something um, about the actual legend themselves, and I loved Sarah's. Sarah's was Black Widow, but it was Black Widow in the sense of, like, her spouse died, so she is now a widow. Um... And that's just funny because the first thing I thought of Black Widow was I thought of Black Widow, the superhero from Marvel. And I was like, that's really funny because they're basically the same kind of thing. <laughs> um, and so Gary then uh, starts the game, starts narrating beginning. But Constantine, he interrupts and he's like, you know what's going to make this game more fun? Putting us into the game. So he does the spell and the game becomes real. 
and there it's set in his house and because that was um the easiest thing to do because that's a place he knows um but gary is left on the wave rider alone and he's just watching all the little figurines of the legends on the game board um but gary gary's like you know what they still need a narrator so um he continues to narrate and um he is moving the legends himself into the dining room so you have this scene where all the legends like kind of like swoosh into uh into the dining room at the seats. Rayrod is getting more and more suspicious of Constantine and how he's acting. Um, and then on the Wave Rider, a ship um, actually is coming towards the Wave Rider. And then um, Mick comes out. And he's like, what the fuck's happening? Um, but he has a beanie on and Gary's like, oh my God, you're growing hair. That's a good thing. It means you're like, your pregnancy's going well, and he, he, but he has a beanie on to hide, and he's like, no, don't talk about it. Um, but Gary's like, okay, what do we do? Mick's like, and like, Gideon's not listening, and Mick's like, I'm the captain now because Sarah's left, so I'm the captain now, and the ship docks, and so who comes through the door? Kayla. Oh my goodness. What a time it's been. Kayla, oof, this is not going to go well. Um, and then because Gary and Mick are dealing with Kayla, there's nobody left in the parlor to help with the game. And then the cards to, like, say what's going to happen next turn themselves over. So the magic has taken over. Is that a good thing? Probably not. Uh, scary. And so... First card turns over, and it's first kill. Um, and then who's dead? Lights go down in the in the dining room. Ava's dead. Just a little card that's like safety pin to her that says dead. It's so funny. Um, and she also just like can't talk because she's dead. So she has to leave. And then the legends go out from the dining room, and they're going to start deliberating on who is the beast. And they end up all voting for Nate um and a knife goes in his back and kills him and then there's also a little note with it um I didn't read what exactly it said but I think it just said meaning it was uh he was not the beast it's sort of like a mafia deal if you know the the gay mafia um and then John he's he's some sort of I don't remember how they phrased it but he's some sort of doctor that's sick so he starts coughing up blood um, and so they're all like, okay, we're all starting to become like our characters. So everybody's kind of freaking out that the magic has done too much and that they're becoming more like the characters. Sarah's like, shit, if we become more like our characters. And she also does this like, um, like <laughs> Southern Belle accent. And it was so stupid and so funny, but she's like, if we're becoming more like our characters, I need to go check on Ava because if it's supposed to be dead she's probably actually dead because look what happened to nate so she runs in sees ava like throat slit and she's like no john you need to stop this now she's like you know what we're done she pulls out the card to reveal that she's the beast but before she totally says it she dies too so her and uh ava are right next to each other which that is not good i do not legends writers you cannot mess with me like that. Sarah has died 
too many times. I don't even know what time this is now. I have been traumatized by it again and again, and I don't need this to happen anymore, all right? This is stupid. Technically, she shouldn't be able to die because she has regenerative powers now. But the stupid magic and the stupid game ruined it. So, please stop. Please, I'm begging you. Um, and then everybody checks their cars to see, you know, who's the beast, who's human. But now all of them are blank. So the game's kind of gone away from the actual game. And then back on the Wave Rider, Mick takes Kayla to the med bay because Kayla's actually, like, obviously hurt. Um, and they're like, how did you find us? And she tracked her, um, like, tracking tech that they have used um, to find the alien pods. And she tracked them to the Wave Rider. And that's how she found them. But um, Kayla takes off her ring to um, sort of unlike disguise herself. And actually one of her tentacles, um, she had to amputate because the Zagarons that were on the planet with Bishop um, uh, attacked her and like bit her or whatever. And so it was poisonous. So she amputated to stop the poisoning from spreading. But then um, Mick uses a fabricator to make the new tentacle, even though that's going to add time um, to this countdown clock. And so they're going to have, it's going to take more time to get to earth. Um, but that doesn't really matter because Mick agrees for Kayla to actually help fix the um, jump drive. So they can, instead of waiting those three weeks and however many days, they'll just jump and it won't matter anymore. So, um, but Gary pulls over Mick before talking is done. And um, he tells Mick to not tell Kayla that he's pregnant because pretty much Kayla might kill him if he tells her so that's that's great love that um back at constantine's house uh john performs a spell to get them out of the game but he fails and so they pretty much have to win to get out ash is like okay well maybe if we're becoming our characters i'm a soothsayer so let's maybe i can figure out who the beast is by using my powers so um, she has like a crystal ball and she actually ends up channeling the beast. And it's kind of scary, kind of weird, like demonic exorcism stuff. But, um, then Spooner's like, you know what? I am finding another way out. And, uh, so she goes, Astra goes with her, which is nice to see them teaming up and not fighting. We love it. And so they go around and they search the house. Um, so they're searching. Fairheart's like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to go bring back Spooner and Astra. He, he tells Zari to keep an eye on Constantine. She's like, yeah, I won't leave him. He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. I want you to keep a defensive eye. I don't trust him right now. And Zari's like, why? Um, it's like, I just don't. Um, but Constantine is like hurt and like coughing up blood. So it's not like he can do very much anyways. Um, and Zari goes to the kitchen to get water, and while she's out, he drinks more potion, but Zari's getting water, and she actually sees the beast kind of rush past her. And then, as Spooner and Asher are going around, the beast kills them, and, um, 
Behran actually finds them dead in the kitchen and Zara goes back in. <laughs> God, this is so rough to freaking watch. Um, and sees Behran and they're like, holy shit. So they go back out, go talk to John. And Behran's like, it's John. I know it. He's the beast. And then Behran, and John's like, well, how would it be me? You're the one who was with them when they died. And so he's like, no, I like he was, I caught him when they died. He's like, did you catch them before they died with Behrat there? Or was Behrat there after they died? Like, you don't know because you came in too late. So they kind of start fighting. And Zari like does this sing, like note, like high pitched note to like crack glasses and make them stop fighting. But of course they keep going and Behrat and John are like, all right, let's take it to what I vote for you. I vote for you. And Zari has to be the tiebreaker and she just can't do it. She's like, I'm not going to choose between you two right now. So John decides, you know what? I'm just going to go into the attic and think about it. And then back on the wave rider, Gary sees the clock still going up. And it's like, why is it going up? Because Kayla is fixing the jump drive mixed with her. So who is using this stuff? And he finds um, Kayla's tentacle that has been named Lefty for some reason. And um, that tentacle has sort of a mind of its own. Gary explains this early in the episode. Um, um, is actually using the fabricator, which is so whack. And Gary like has to like reprimand and tackle the tentacle to the ground, even though the tentacle is like stronger than, which is so weird, but whatever. Um, and then back to... Kayla, Kayla is actually, has drawn a gun on Mick. She is ready to shoot him. And she, he's like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, yeah, this is because of some guy helped her out to get to the wave rider. And he's like, who the fuck? Um, and then back to the med bay, um, Gary sees that uh, a person is being printed in the med bay from the fabricator. A person. The heck? Um, and then back to Mick and Kayla to save himself from being shot. Mick tells Kayla that he's pregnant. And then Kayla does the like love grip on a murder that Gary also explains, but pretty much she like, like hits him and like pinches him in the throat or whatever on like a nerve or some shit to like kill him, which is so, oh my gosh. This sort of like alien lore stuff is so interesting. They've really like gone in depth with some things. Um, and then back to um, the game. Bayfrod is explained to Zari that John is being an asshole. Oh, and he also was calling out Constantine earlier for abusing his powers that he still thinks he got from the fountain of Imperium. But anyway, so Bayfrod is telling Zari that he's being an asshole and they need to stop him. But Zari's like, I can't stop him because she says, I love him. They was like, you really love him? And they're like, yeah. And then they sit down on the stairs and they make up. Like, that was so quick. Like, Bayward's like, well, if you love him, I guess I won't do this anymore, which is so weird. I don't know if I could change my mind like that. But I like I like the supportiveness of Behrad. Um, And then in the attic, uh, Constantine is coughing up blood still. 
and then the beast comes out and the beast kind of um looks like like a doctor from the plague you know those like masks with those long beaks it it pretty much looked like that except it's white and so it's it's real weird but whatever um and the beast tells john that he can end the game he knows how and that every sip that john takes of the potion makes the beast and the game stronger so that's pretty much why it kept getting worse and worse is because john kept taking more of the potion and then the beast takes off his mask and it's actually john but a, like a dark version of john and the stuff that he kind of hides and pushes down so then <laughs> constantine pretty much just fights himself in the attic uh Behrad and zari here they go up to the attic and they see john and what's happening I don't know what Zari has in her hands, but she uses it to kill the beast. And then all the legends return back in the parlor. All alive now. Thank goodness. Um, Ava, of course, still wants to play because she did not know what just went on. Um, she was, like, dead from all of it. Uh, but Sarah's like, no, let's let's not do that, please. And then um, Sarah looks out the front window and notices that the wave rider um is back on earth and then zari sees lefty the tentacle like slithering on the floor um which was really funny she's like what the fuck is that and then um get to constantine he's in the hallway and he is struggling to like keep himself together like he is he is in pain and then um sarah and gideon go and they need to reboot gideon so they can uh, get out of there. John decides to go back to his house, kind of figure shit out for himself. And um, Sarhi and Bayrod, they both apologize to each other, and Bayrod decides, you know what, I'm going to go home um, to see their parents, which I think is really sweet, and I like that idea. And he's going to tell them that he's actually not at business school. <laughs> Um, and then back at John's house, he is trying to dump out the potion in the sink. Um, but he just can't get himself to do it. It's like this whole like mind struggle of he just can't. He just can't get himself to do it. And it's really frustrating to see because you obviously want that. You want John to not take it. But I think that's like the whole plot for John is that is what's going to happen in the next few scenes. And then um, Ava and Sarah um, find Gary in the med bay with no glasses. He's I he's lost them in the fight against Lefty, so he's in his alien form right now. And then Spooner, Asher, and Nate find Mick uh, passed out from the love grip that Kayla did on him. And then Zari goes to John's house to uh, tell him that he loves him, and he's asleep. Um, but he rolls over and then you can see the mark from what Zara used to kill dark Constantine in the game on Constantine's back. And she's like, what the fuck is that? That is ridiculous. Um, like that, that's, that's not good. Cause I didn't use that on you. I used that on the beast. So that's an interesting turn. Wonder what happened with Constantine. Um, and I'm assuming that means that he has turned into the dark Constantine or they have somewhat like merged, I guess. And then, um, back on the wave rider, Nate 
gets Nate meets up with Sarah Nave in the hallway and Gary obviously as well. And they're like, Hey, Mick needs help. Um, so Ava and Gary go with them, but Sarah stops behind them and she's hearing uh, some music, some familiar music. <laughs> and um, so she's walking through and she goes uh, to the library and she stands there. She opens the doors and she just stands there. She's stunned. And you hear Space Girl playing in the background. So the person that was printed by Kayla, not that it has happened yet, but obviously me knowing and just based off of context clues is Bishop. So Bishop is freaking bad. The heck? Oh my gosh. Guys, so like I said, I originally thought this episode was going to be a filler with what was going on in the game and that the main sort of thing would be um, getting, was having Bishop come back at the end there. But another big thing was the stuff going on with John and him drinking the potion and him sort of abusing and have to deal with these powers and seeing that beast inside of him. And pretty much um, he's, he's become that beast. He's let the darkness take over. And uh, that's a bit scary to see like, like a dark John, like a villainous John Constantine. Um, He's never been like, a total good guy, very much anti-hero sort of plays by his own rules, but never the villain. He's always tried to do somewhat good. He just may not do it in the right ways. And that's kind of what happens here, but with drinking the potions, but now it's led to him really sort of becoming a villain. So it'll be interesting to see that play out um, because there's three episodes left, which is crazy that this stuff happens in like with three episodes left, you're like, crap, what's going to happen? Um, but yeah, man, whoa, turn of events. Let me say when I first watched this episode, I was like, holy shit, like this, this can't be happening right now. Like, like the stuff with Bishop coming back. I thought Bishop was done to be honest, but no, he is very much back, very much alive. Uh, now another clone of him and oh man this is this is gonna be insane the next three episodes so I'm excited the rest of the season is so hectic these last three episodes but we're gonna get through them almost done with this um so that means almost done with Season two of the podcast, I also have to finish Supergirl, and then I'll get in with season three. But guys, holy crap, what a ride. Um, But so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you all for listening and catch you in the next one. And that's the end of the episode, guys. Remember, follow me on Instagram at Bailey's underscore vlogs underscore. 
Twitter at Bailey's TV Rants and on TikTok at Naughty Hot. Thanks all for listening and I'll see you guys next time.